Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 43. And they continued. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread, and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul. And many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. We've established the importance of continuing steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Continue in the grace of God. Continue to witness, to tell others about Jesus. This morning, I will want to encourage you to continue in prayer. Continue in prayer. Colossians chapter 4 verse 2. Continue in prayer. And watch in the same with thanksgiving. Continue in prayer. And watch in the same with thanksgiving. Did our Lord Jesus Christ not say, Men of always to pray and not to faint. Oh, my dearly beloved, my dearly beloved, continue in the holy vocation of prayer. Make prayer a part of your daily life. Yes, our Lord Jesus did not start his ministry on earth until he had prayed and fasted for 40 days. His ministry was built on prayers. Yes, on prayers. Throughout his ministry on earth, he took time off to pray and seek the Father regularly. He continued. He continued seeking the Father on a daily basis. He rose a great while before day to pray. He went to the mountain to pray. Luke 18.1, he charged us that men of always to pray. Why? Because prayer is the spiritual lift or spiritual elevator that elevates a man, a woman into the very presence of God. Holy prayers, pure prayers, sincere prayers. Prayer is the key that opens every closed door. Prayer is the means by which the power of hell is defeated. Prayer, holy prayer, is the antidote to sin. Genuine prayer is the victory over sin. A man or woman who is consistently connected to God through prayer would never be distracted by any form of sin. For he is too tightly connected to be enticed, not seduced. Oh, brothers, oh, sisters, Continue in prayer. Don't be weary. Don't be tired. Continue in prayer. When you start to pray, you may not see an immediate physical result, but continue to labor in the place of prayer and stay there. Like Epaphras, Colossians chapter 4 verse 12, Epaphras, who is one of you always laboring in prayer, that you may stand complete and perfect in all the will of God. I had the story of Susanna Wesley. Susanna Wesley, the mother of John Wesley and nine other children. She gave birth to 19 children and nine of them passed on. With the 10 remaining, she raised two sons, John and Charles Wesley. 
Boys who grew to become men who changed the face of Christianity in their generation. John and Charles Wesley, early in her life, she vowed. She vowed that she would never spend more time in leisure, in entertainment, than she did in prayer and Bible study. Even amidst the most complex and busy years of her life as a mother, she still shall do two hours each day. Two hours each day. Mother of ten children, pray for two hours each day for fellowship with God and time in His Word. And she adapted to that schedule faithfully. She was committed to that timing regularly, specific time of the day, two hours with God. Her challenge was finding a place of privacy in a house filled to overflowing with children. When Susanna was under the apron, she was with God and was not to be disturbed except in the case of the most urgent emergency. There, in the privacy of a little tent made of apron, she interceded for her husband and children and plumbed the deep mysteries of God in the scriptures. This holy discipline equipped her with a thorough and profound knowledge of the Bible. She taught her children and she raised John and Charles Wesley. Friends, there is no excuse in making our time to pray. Every time you spend in God's presence is building up to a saturation point. And one day you will be shocked at the sudden invasion of the winds and fire of the Holy Spirit. So stay in God's presence. Develop the discipline of staying in God's presence. People will laugh at you, but stay there. Men may mock you and disdain your resort. Please stay there. Someone once said to me, you pray so much and I don't pray. And see, my life is far better. I laughed and said, thank you. But I continued and remained and still remain in the place of prayer. Months later, there were serious issues in her life. And then she ran to me to cry and weep like a baby. On her knees before the Lord, she said, pray. Pray for me. Friends, spend time in prayer. It is better to pray for 10 minutes every day than not to pray the whole week and then organize a night vigil on Friday. Daily steadfast fellowship with the Lord will create a supernatural spiritual structure that will help you grow to the fullness of God. Continue, continue, continue in prayers. Do you feel like giving up on praying for your spouse, your children, your ministry? Don't stop. Continue in prayer. Do you feel like giving up on your marriage? Have you prayed enough? Do not give up nor divorce until you have prayed it through. For in the place of prayer, God speaks. God speaks. Be sincere, be honest, and truly follow divine instructions. It's time to pray. It's time to continue in prayer. Another point on how to contend for the faith is by building 
up yourselves by means of praying in the Holy Ghost. Jude one twenty says, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Oh, yes. If you do not build up yourself in your most holy faith, you will be weak in faith. You will be weak in faith. One sure way to build up yourself is to pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. How often do you pray in tongues? Contend by praying in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit is a game changer. At least pray in the Spirit for a minimum of 10 minutes every day. Every day. Pray in tongues. Change your frequency completely by praying in the Spirit. This is one short time you know that no man, no demon can understand what you are saying. Praying in the Spirit reinforces your consciousness of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Pray in the Spirit, my beloved brothers and sisters. Sing in the Spirit. Sing psalms. Sing hymns. Rejoice in the Lord your God. Be bold. Be happy. Happy about your faith. Be confident of your faith. Rejoice. Rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord again. I say rejoice. Pray in the Spirit. Pray in the Spirit regularly. Pray in the Spirit. Contend for the faith by keeping the Lord Jesus Christ as your message. Your message. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 5, verse 27 to 28. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council. And the high priest asked them, saying, Did we not strictly command you not to teach in this name? That's the name of Jesus. And look, you have Fill Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood on us. One way to fill, fill your city with the doctrine of Jesus, to fill your home with the doctrine of Jesus is by teaching in his name. Teaching in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Galatians chapter 6 verse 14 says, But as for me, may I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 23, But we preach Christ crucified as tumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles. We preach Christ crucified. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 2, For I decided that while I was with you, I would forget everything except Jesus Christ, the one who was crucified. Listen to me, friends. The enemy cannot do anything to a radical set of believers who cannot be shut down or eliminated or compromised for gain. A wealthy banker once came to our meeting and after the meeting she walked up to me with a mixed feeling. The service is great. The word is good. But you talk too much about Jesus, she said. Too much about Jesus. Can you please reduce your emphasis on Jesus? Leave Jesus out of it, she said. Then you will grow more. I will be more comfortable here, she continued. 
Oh my, my heart broke. My heart broke. I felt so sad for her understanding. But in love, I explained to her that the gospel is empty and nothing without our precious Savior. The church is for him. For he said, I will build my church. I will build my church. The church is not for me. Neither is it for the founding pastors and leaders. The church is the church of Jesus. And how can I not speak about the owner of the church? To speak less of Jesus is to minimize the power of the church. For God has highly exalted him and has given him a name. A name above every other name. That at the mention of the name of Jesus, every name should bow. And every tongue will confess that Jesus is the Lord. To speak less of Jesus in the church is to minimize, to reduce, to eliminate the power of the church. Friends, I cannot, I cannot but speak of my Savior. I cannot but speak about the gospel of the cross. I cannot but speak about the works he did on Calvary for me and for you. Other places may do so, they may compromise and get so much financial benefit and support. But I would rather look up to heaven for my sustenance than shift my emphasis and focus away from the one who died for my sins. The gospel has survived. The faith has endured because men who receive the faith continue to spread their faith all over the land. They fill cities with the doctrines of Jesus against all odds. In the face of beating, persecution, prisons, they continue to speak of their Savior. Oh yes, oh yes, are we ready to speak of the pure gospel of Jesus? Their message was pure. Their message was clear. Their message was about Jesus and him crucified. They did not separate the savior of mankind from the cross and the pain. Jesus was the focus. Jesus was their focus. You know why the church is least persecuted in many places today? Because the enemies of the cross no longer hear the message of the savior and the cross. They have silenced many preachers, silenced many churches and given them another gospel to preach. Preach everything else but Jesus and him crucified. That's what they emphasize. Teach, prophesy, but keep the focus on the people and do not magnify Jesus. That is the error of our day. But as for me and as for you, as for me and as for you, we preach Jesus We preach Jesus and him crucified. We preach Jesus and him glorified. We preach Jesus and the works that he did on the cross of Calvary. We preach Jesus and that which he has done for you and for me. As for you, as for me, we preach Jesus and him glorified. Dearly beloved, continue. Continue. Keep Jesus as your message. Continue to keep Jesus as your message. Continue to pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Spirit. Continue. Continue in prayers. Continue in daily.
daily prayers, daily, not weekly, daily prayers. Continue to witness and tell others about Jesus Christ. Tell them, tell them what he did for you. Tell them about the works of Christ on Calvary. Go on social media. Go on in your office during your lunch break. Tell people, tell them what the Savior has done for you. Continue in the grace of God. Continue in the grace of God. Continue in the grace of God. And continue in the apostles' doctrine. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Amen. Amen. Lord, my heart is set on you. Let me run the race of time with your life unfolding mine. And let the peace of God let it rain. Oh, Holy Spirit, Lord, my comfort. Yeah.